Hey, Shepard. Welcome to Digital Worship This Week. I'm Pastor John Carolis, one of our associate pastors. And you'll notice we're not in the studio. In fact, we're not even in Arizona today because this week I'm out of town for a conference on contemporary worship and working with other church leaders in our denomination to work together to find ways to preach the gospel in a way that makes sense to people in a way that's accessible for people without maybe some church background. And today we're in a very special place in my life. This is the chapel at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. This is a place where I came with a lot of my classmates over the four years of instruction here. We would come for daily chapel services, uh, opportunities to worship together. We'd have class in here. I even was able to participate in some instrumentation, playing the drums in the worship band here for a few of those services. And so it's a special place to be. It's a special place with important meaning for me. And you can see some beautiful stained glass windows behind me. They've done a lot of work to make this a place where people gather in a beautiful space to worship a wonderful God whose creation fills us with awe and admiration, a place where we are drawn and invited to worship just by simply being in this space, this room. And it's fitting then that today we're going to be talking about Psalm 96. It's a hymn of creation, a song singing praise to God for what he has done, for what he has made, and an invitation for people like you and me to join our voices with the rest of natural creation to give glory to God. And it does some comparative things, some interesting things in what God does and what differentiates him from the other things or the other gods that somebody might worship. And it reminds us that ultimately we are called into a new way of life, a new way of speaking, a new way of worshiping, a new song, singing a new song to our God. So let's take a look at Psalm 96, and then we'll also read through today's hymn, Earth and All Stars. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the Lord, yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad. Let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exalt and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. I love this psalm because it creates in our hearts and in our minds this picture of what it means to be someone singing praise and bringing glory to our God. Sometimes we imagine that God is so far away from us and so distant that we can maybe think about him, we can maybe throw a few prayers his way, but as far as an actual interaction with him or a meaningful a meaningful statement, a meaningful song to rise from our lips, from our heart, to, to reach him in his heavenly glory in his distant uh, place away from us, it, it, it's almost unimaginable. It's almost something that we don't really believe can happen. But this psalm helps us reorient ourselves to realize that God's involvement in our lives and in the world around us is intimate, it's deep, it's close. It's something that he comes and meets us where we are. And what kind of God is he? He's a God who creates beauty. He's a God who creates wonderful things, things that are unlike uh, anything that we might be able to come up with on our own, things from mountains to rivers to, to the seas to the, to the waves on the ocean, the stars in the sky. And this broad swath of God's creation meets us and invites us to be a part of that same chorus. 
But the psalm also brings to our attention a couple of things. First of all, that there are those out there who don't know our God. Those who may be worshiping some other thing, maybe an idol they've crafted with their own hands or some achievement or some uh, goal of wealth that they are chasing after in their own life. And it distracts them. It's, it's tricked them away from their relationship and worship for God. But God invites us to sing of his faithfulness to share his wonderful works, to, to sing a new song, a song that's not like the songs we used to sing, the songs that were caught up in what our own desires were, what our own selfishness was, things that were totally consumed with our own needs or our own lives. He says, look at creation. Look at this world that I've created for you to live in and look at how it has joined its voice in praising me. I invite you into that same course, that same uh, instrumentation, that same worship. So I want to share with you a hymn called Earth and All Stars. It was written for the 90th anniversary of a college in Minnesota, and yet it's become one of the classic, one of the, the, the major marquee hymns in American Christianity and Christianity all over the world. And it captures the spirit of this psalm in a way that helps us to understand how we might sing a song like it as well. So from hymn number 817, here's a few verses. Earth and all stars, loud rushing planets, sing to the Lord a new song. O victory, loud shouting army, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. I too will praise him with a new song. Hail, wind and rain, loud blowing snowstorm, sing to the Lord a new song. Flowers and trees, loud rustling dry leaves, sing to the Lord a new song. He has done marvelous things, and I too will praise him with a new song. Those two verses capture the role of human voices in singing the Lord a new song, along with the picture of creation, simply existing, doing the things God designed it to do. And in fulfilling that function, they are participating in bringing glory and praise to their God. Knowledge and truth, loud sounding wisdom, sing to the Lord a new song. Daughter and son, loud praying members, sing to the Lord a new song. He has done marvelous things, and I too will praise him with a new song. Children of God, dying and rising, sing to the Lord a new song. Heaven and earth, hosts everlasting, sing to the Lord a new song. He has done marvelous things, and I too will praise him with a new song. This hymn, as, as you can maybe hear the excitement in my voice, it's a way for us to capture our invitation to participate in this worship of our God. Now, we can never do this perfectly, but when we look at what God does, the things he has created, the way that he works in the world, we can begin to recognize his action and then recognize and, and give, give a credit to it, give attention to it, join our voices with creation and point others toward the wonderful things God does. I hope that this week, as you maybe reflect on this Psalm, read through Psalm 96, look out into your life and see the action that God has taken. Look at the things that you can give him credit for. Maybe pray, praise, give thanks to him for the things he has done and invite others to do the same alongside you. Have a wonderful week. We look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for joining us for Digital Worship.